0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. And we are going to talk about um, loneliness. And loneliness is something that probably everybody has experienced. And A lot of times people will ask if people who are very introverted feel lonely and yes they do um one of the basic needs is to belong um and and to be loved and to love and so people most people have that that need i venture to say all people but um when that need isn't met that's when people feel lonely um so we all need some sense of connectedness to other people. Um, that varies from person to person, and it may vary from time to time. It may vary depending on what else is going on in our lives as well. But, you know, most the, you, people will have a need to, to have a connection to other people. Um, there's a big difference between being alone and lonely. Loneliness is basically, basically a feeling of, of dreaming, distracting, upsetting. So that's loneliness. You know, you feel sad. Um, it's, it's not a comfortable place to be. When you're alone, that can be a very comfortable place to be. It can be peaceful. It can be creative. And it can be restorative. All people have a need for alone time. So that they can kind of restore, they can maybe think more clearly, they can just kind of relax. Um, Some people need a lot of alone time. Some people don't need very much. And in fact, they don't do very well with much alone time. Um, When loneliness drives our decision making, we become impulsive. Um, Many people get into unhealthy relationships because they're lonely. Um, many people start using drugs or drinking more alcohol because they're lonely and many people find themselves engaging in sexual encounters which are pretty risky when they're lonely Um, sometimes people in an effort to not be lonely they reopen friendships or romances that were never healthy to begin with and uh When we're lonely, we don't allow ourselves to grieve major losses because we don't want to have additional feelings. So, you know, we focus on being lonely versus grieving those major losses. And we also may not be as quick to forgive other people who have hurt us because, um, again, focusing on forgiving people for hurting you, you know, then you can't continue to be as lonely so um, loneliness is, is not a healthy thing and it's not a comfortable place to be um, it can lead to a lot of health problems including heart disease and hypertension um, it can lead to anxiety and depression so how do we cope with loneliness I mean what do we do because it is an epidemic And it's even worse now with COVID-19 because many of us are spending a lot of time by ourselves and we're feeling maybe not as connected. You know, we don't have the social outings. Even when you go out and you talk to to strangers, you know, that's a way to kind of not be as lonely. Um, because many of us are not able to do that, loneliness is becoming more of a problem than it ever was. And it's always been a problem, but now it's, it's a really big problem. So some ways that you can deal with loneliness is figure out what it is you're looking for. You know, do you want a physical relationship or a physical touch? Do you want to hear reassuring words? do you need some sort of guidance or do you want some type of companionship um are your thoughts focused on one certain person you know are you feeling lonely because your ex-boyfriend or your ex-husband isn't with you or are you are you just you, you just want somebody to be with you um It's also important to figure out whether you're maybe leaning too much on one person. Um, Sometimes we become very dependent on one person to try to meet all of our needs. And that's not possible. Nobody can meet everybody's needs. And so we become really frustrated when that person can't meet all of our needs. Um. You can also think about how do you feel about being on your own? You know, do you feel happy about that? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel sad? How do you feel when you think about being on your own or when you are? Um, Sometimes people just feel incomplete, you know, if they don't have a partner or a best friend or a child or an animal. So it's important to think about, you know, how you're feeling Um, There are various types of loneliness. We can have loneliness, which they call no sweetheart loneliness. And that's basically a lack of a romantic partner. Um, We can feel lonely in new situations. Many times people feel very lonely when they have to deal with a new situation. We can feel lonely because we feel like we're different. And that can be a lonely place to be. Then there's no animal loneliness. Um, Maybe you've always been around animals and suddenly you don't have pets. Um, And then there can be no time for me lonely. That's basically when you feel like all your friends are um, busy and they don't really have time. People are friendly to you, but they don't really seem interested in going places or doing anything or expanding you know, the friendliness to an actual friendship. There can be untrustworthy friends, loneliness, where you feel like you have a lot of uh, friends or acquaintances, but you really can't trust them. And then you can have quiet, present loneliness. And that's basically when you're in an environment and it just feels too quiet. So once you figure out what type of loneliness you're having, or what the situation is, there are things that you can do. For example, if, you know, your your thing is that you want a romantic partner, um, you might try some dating sites or um, ask your friends if they have, you know, single people that you might be able to date. You know, try various things that you can start connecting with other single people so that you can develop some romantic partners. And having said that, if you are in a relationship, but you still feel like, you know, there's no romance there, you might really consider relationship or couples counseling um, to see if you can reestablish or refoster your relationship. New situation loneliness. Um, one of the ways to cope with that is to, to prepare yourself as much as you can for the new situation. Um, Kind of think about, okay, this is going to be, you know, the situation that I'm going to be in. And how can you maybe prepare yourself for that? If it's a situation where you've lost your spouse or your partner, you might want to look into some grief groups, you know, that type of thing, because they can, It can be a sense of connectiveness. Um, If you are lonely because you feel like you're different, that's an opportunity to kind of accept your diversity, accept your differences. And instead of thinking that you're different and that being different is is a negative thing, try to frame that in a more positive light um, so that you can begin to accept that yeah, um, I'm somebody who is blind and I'm with uh, sighted people, but that doesn't mean that I can't connect with them or do things with them or, you know, have some sense of connectivity. Um, if it's an issue of, a, of an animal or a pet, you know, when you're ready or when you're able, you can always get a pet. Sometimes people just get fish or birds or, you know, some low-maintenance um animal that they can get some people actually surround themselves with stuffed animals if they're not in a position to care for pets I, I, when i used to play for the nursing homes i noticed that a lot of people had lots of stuffed animals in their rooms and it was because you know they had previously had dogs or cats or whatever and they didn't so they just had lots of stuffed animals So that can sometimes help. Um, If you feel like, you know, other people don't really have time for you or they're friendly, um, see what you might be able to do to foster some of those friendships instead of, you know, feeling like they're the ones. See what you might be able to do. Maybe you could join some type of a group where you work on projects together. If you work on projects with other people that's going to give you more of a sense of connectedness, and you're going to have things to talk about, which will hopefully um, bridge a friendship. If it's untrustworthy, friends, be sure that they're not trustworthy. I mean, be sure that that's not your own idea. Of Many times we Based on our past experiences, we feel like people are not trustworthy, and that's not the reality at all. Those people may be very trustworthy, Um, and so, you know, give them a chance, because if you just come across as, oh, well, I can't trust that person, and they've never really given you a reason, um, you might be setting yourself and them up for some unfair an unrealistic judgment. So that can be difficult because if you've really been hurt a lot in the past, you may think about whether you want to open yourself up to that possibility again. But on the other hand, keeping yourself closed from that possibility is going to limit you. And the last one, the quiet present loneliness. That's why a lot of people have music on in their house or the TV and they really aren't paying attention to it, they just have it on because the silence is a little bit much for them. So those are things that you can do. Um, The other things that you can do are reach out to people. It's really hard to feel lonely when you're the one reaching out to other people. Um, So, you know, if you can call somebody or somehow get involved with something or, you know, try to connect with people, um, regardless of whether it's your family or your friends or, again, even strangers. Sometimes when I feel kind of lonely, I will just go downstairs. And in that downstairs is a lobby, and there's usually people sitting down there. And, you know, sometimes just going down and talking to them for 5, 10, 15 minutes can kind of help me feel a little bit better. And I'm not really close to these people. Some of them, I don't know at all. But just just talking to them and, and seeing how they feel, and maybe if there's anything I can do to help them, that can be helpful. Um, other things that you can do is, you know, it's important to admit, well, here's the train. It's important to admit that you're lonely. It's okay to be lonely. Everybody experiences it from time to time. And it's really important to, to acknowledge, you know what? I'm really feeling lonely. Because if you don't do that, then you can't figure out what you can do about it, what you can do to help yourself. And so then you'll just continue to feel sad or anxious or, or depressed. Um Another thing that you can do is figure out how you can reach out to other people and support other people. And sometimes, you know, even these groups are a good way to do that. Because, again, when you're focused on helping other people and how you can help other people, you're not really focused on yourself as much. And you're going to, you know, get attention from other people and you're going to pay attention to them. Music is always a good thing, especially if you're creative, um, because you can kind of, you know, get involved in the music. Writing is a really good idea, and it's a good way to kind of write out your, your thoughts and your feelings and, you know, get it down on paper. Um, it can also be a good time to just explore yourself, like we've talked about, you know, um thinking about why are you lonely and, and um, what type of loneliness are you experiencing? So it can be a really good time to just kind of explore yourself. Uh, you know, it, it's important to understand that loneliness is human nature and it, we all experience it from time to time. But, you know, the more you can connect with other people, um you know, the the better you're going to be able to cope with loneliness. And it's really interesting that, you know, many people are very, very busy, they're surrounded with friends, they're surrounded with family or partner, or whoever, and they still feel very lonely. And again, it's because you're not getting your needs met, you're not getting what you need. So, you know, you kind of have to think about what what is it that I need and how can I get that met? And sometimes it's just a matter of talking to people who are around you and letting them know, you know, what it is you need. Um, so that can be helpful. There are some lot of books on loneliness, but a couple books is one is loneliness, human nature and the need for social connection. And it's by John, and his last name is C-A-C-I-O-P-P-O, and William Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-C-K. And then there's another one by Emily White, and it's just called Loneliness, or Lonely. So, it would be really helpful. Um, You know, many people have a hard time admitting that they're lonely because Um, you know, we kind of think, well, if you're lonely, it's because you don't have a relationship or because you're not reaching out, you know, that type of thing. But don't be embarrassed by your feelings of loneliness, because everybody has them. And it really doesn't have anything so much to do with what you are or aren't doing necessarily. I mean, maybe, you know, there are things that you can do, maybe there's not. Um, I know that these Zoom groups that we've had have have really helped a lot of people and um you know being connected on facetime or uh, whatever it is um other things that you can do is is look up old friends see if you can find them on you know a facebook or the acb groups or whatever um or just talk to other people who might have an idea of where they are and just make contact with them there's a good probability that they kind of are in the same situation you are. And, you know, you might be able to reestablish some friends. Um, we talked about, you know, being willing to talk to strangers and, and maybe connect with some of those. Um, if you go shopping or you're waiting on the bus or, or you live in an apartment complex where you can go downstairs or whatever, um, sometimes that can help. Usually when we focus on being grat- thankful, you know, we focus on gratitude, um, what we have versus not what, or what we don't have, we're going to feel less lonely because if you're focused on all the things you don't have, then that's going to go back to feeling lonely. Um, it's absolutely important to exercise So sometimes when I'm feeling lonely, I'll just get up and and do some exercises and that'll stop it. Um, It's also important to get enough sleep and get quality sleep. Because if you're not getting enough sleep, you're going to, it it affects your mood. And if your mood goes down or anxious, then you're going to start to feel lonely and it becomes a whole vicious cycle. Um, Take a class. You know, learn learn something new now is a really good opportunity to do that because there are just all kind of trainings on just about anything you want out there somewhere. Um, even in these ACB groups, it, it's just pretty incredible the opportunities. There's also a lot of free sites where you can take various classes and find out information, study. S-T-U-D-Y dot com is just one, and there's many others. Um, So if you have a computer or, you know, uh, whatever, just do a Google search and you will come up with an amazing amount of free classes on just about anything from foreign language to, you know, science to computer stuff. It just goes on and on. And another thing that you can do is volunteer. If you can find a place to do volunteer work, I know that, you know, we, we all want to get paid for what we do, but sometimes doing volunteer work is a way to assuade loneliness and meet people. Um, but you can at least feel like you're helping people, that you have a sense of purpose, and um, that can be a really good thing. And you know you can volunteer in many ways um, and sometimes you don't even have to leave your home, but honestly, if you can find a way to get out even for an hour or two, you know that's probably gonna be better for loneliness and I know that that's kind of hard to do now with the pandemic, but if you can find a way to to really get involved in something, that'll be helpful so. I'm going to open it up for questions and comments. If anybody has anything to share or, you know, what works for you, um, feel free to share.
2: Okay. Excuse me. Um, Okay, Jaws, please stop talking. All right. um, I'm Lynn. I am the host for this morning's uh, event. And to raise your hand, it is Alt Y. To raise your hand on a Mac, it's option Y. On a landline, it is star nine. On an iPhone, and I believe iPad as well, you go to the lower right-hand corner under the more options and scroll down, and you'll find it close to the bottom. So let's start. Uh, We have one person with a question, and let's see, Ann Smith, you can unmute, and to unmute on a computer, it is Alt-A to, there we go. Hello. Good morning,
3: Good morning, Ann. Good morning. How is everyone? I hope everyone is well. I'm Ann from St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Um, this is for people that are experiencing more than one type of, of disability, not just blindness, where... Using an iPhone or a keyboard um, is is excruciatingly painful to them. What services do they have? Um, I'm helping someone that's 60 and above who isn't blind. Uh, how we how I met her was on other was actually over the phone for, through a support group for people with different types of situations. So, is there a master directory of of uh phone based support groups where you just dial in with any telephone and you can speak to another person. Cause I know a lot, especially older people um, can feel intimidated by technology like uh, zoom or some of this here. So I just wonder what everybody's thoughts on, on that. I well,
1: you know that's one wonderful thing about zoom and it's really important to encourage people that you can actually just use a landline phone and dial into Zoom. Um, So they don't have to have any technology above and beyond uh, a a phone. Uh, It it can even be a flip-top cell phone because it'll still work the same way. So that's one thing that they can do. And then um, I know that Fillmore is one phone group where, well, phone thing and there are all kind of groups and information and you know things like that also live wire is another one so yeah there's a variety of different things that people can can call on and there's probably a whole lot more but that's a couple ways to get connected
2: um excuse me uh, and i'm not supposed to interact here but um you can and <laughs> i so, what you're saying is uh, you, this person is looking for – my Jaws was talking. So, this person's looking for something to do, and this person is is not blind at all. Is that what you're saying?
3: That's right. They're not. Otherwise, I'd have them up here.
2: Okay. Um, so, they're looking for something to do where they don't have to uh, leave their house, right?
3: Right, because they're – they're, they're not doing well, and it's actually going to come to a situation where they could end up visually impaired. It's a very, very sad situation. Okay. I've been mentoring um, her for almost a year. See, that's that's what you all were talking about a minute ago. If you can volunteer and mentor, I've been doing this. Um, I've been in the phone world since 2000, and okay. it's really opened up so many new doors for me. That's how I'm able to talk with you all today.
2: I would say to contact uh, local senior centers. And mm-hmm. see if they have anything. Sometimes they'll have like a phone a friend, uh, yes. you know, like a phone a friend program. You know, talk with them. Uh, but you know, let's uh, let's see if anybody else has any ideas because we do have other people with raised hands. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, real quickly, they live in a very underserved area. That's right. Yeah, the telecare program. I used to volunteer for that. Uh-huh. But there's so many places that are that are just terribly underserved. Where Right. Um, well, the, the, other part
1: of, the other part of that is, you know, I don't think that I, I know some people on the field board groups are not blind. They have other disabilities or, or whatever. Uh, blindness isn't their, their disability. Um, you also might contact, um, you know, other disability coalitions to find out what they have. And I get what you're you're saying about the underserved areas, mm-hmm. but they may even have um, friendship lines and various things. The local mental health centers might have a, like a friendship, not a crisis, but a friendship. No, yeah,
2: friendship line. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go on. Um,
0: Karen, hi. Um, I guess I'm not sure if I'm exactly answering the question as I heard it further explained, but you know, you, you mentioned for some people it's really hard to use um, devices and telephones and things. Um, basically, Apple has a. Uh, has many accessibility features, whether you're deaf or blind or have mobility issues, and there are ways to use it. And I have the number if anyone wants me to give it. Um, Also, if they're blind, I'm not personally familiar, but I've heard about the Hadley School. Um, So there are all ways um, to deal with various disabilities and the disability... Um, should not stop anyone from doing certain things with the correct instruction and guidance. Um, Just to get back to the general discussion, um, I'm kind of on my own, so I know what it feels like to not always have support. Luckily, I'm self-sufficient, but I actually have um, a list of people who I know are on their own, and I, I just call them every so often. So not only, you know, am I remembering them, which I, I think feels good that someone's reaching out, and but also, you know, I'm having a conversation as well. So that's, that's about it. Well, thank you for sharing. You're welcome.
2: All right. Does anybody else have anything that... Uh what that they want to say? Um, I'm looking, and ah, happy birthday, Judy!
4: <laughs> Thank you, Lynn. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, I want to bring up about the community calls. You know, speaking of my birthday, I was kind of dreading today for a while because I knew that I was going to be spending my birthday alone for the first time ever. And because of this wonderful community, I've gotten a lot of love. So, you know, this is by way of saying that these community calls have been so enormously helpful over these last seven or however many months this has been. Uh, I'm somebody that likes to be very active. I've been um, volunteering in my local lighthouse for over 20 years, and that came to a screeching halt um, in mid-March. I rarely go out, and when this all first started, I, to be honest, I was panic-stricken. I thought, there's no way I'm going to be able to be alone almost every day, all day, But because of this community started by Cindy and this just has grown enormously, um, this has helped me, my mental health, et cetera, more than I can possibly say. So it's no I mean, it's it's no substitute for being with people in person, but it's just invaluable, I, I have to say. So I just wanted to share that. Well, that's awesome. I'm,
1: I'm so glad that that's working. And, you know, that's one thing that each of us could probably do. A lot of times when people are, are new to these types of things or experiences group, groups, they, they don't want, you know, they're very hesitant because mm-hmm. they don't know what they would say. But maybe if you could Three-way a person in, or call them and say, "Okay, I'm going to be there, and, and I want you to be there as well." Um, and then you could kind of introduce them and maybe get them connected in some way. That might be helpful as well, especially if you do know somebody who you know is, is really struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, get them. Try to get them involved in in something you're involved in, because then once they find out, ooh, well, nothing major happened and I didn't blow up the computer, <laughs> <you know? laughs> right. all the things that we think might happen, um, right. they will be able to get involved in other things then. It's yeah. just a matter of getting over. And you know what? Unfortunately, we're going to live with this stuff for a while to come. It, it's, it's not going away like we thought it was going to go right. away in just a few months. So, we really need to be, and especially those of us who are comfortable and active, we need to be vigilant about getting other people involved in something.
4: Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll just say that, you know, in the beginning, I didn't really, I mean, I, I, I would call into the, to the community calls. I didn't participate. Then, little by little, I did Mm -hmm. Um, had never used zoom before, and now I'm facilitating a call and I'm (laughs) active and I, and I do, I do talk it up because it's really, you know, so for anybody on this call that doesn't, you know, that just comes into this call and doesn't participate in anything else. I mean, I would really urge you, there's something going on all day, every day. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, you just get to communicate with other human beings, which is, you know, it's so important. Well, I,
2: I agree.
1: most of it is is geared around and uh, blind people, but I don't know why you would not be able to benefit even if you were not blind.
2: I agree. Yeah. I agree, and I also think you know. Well, for me, I um, uh, I, I I I really got involved. You know, I'm I'm a webinar host for conventions now. I you know I. I host other calls, I facilitate one call. Um uh, there's a lot of other things I do, you know. I don't get on a lot of calls um community calls right now due to some um medical and mental issues, but um you know, I I do enjoy what I do and and I and even if it's a volunteer it's it's worth it, you know. I mean, I spend long hours doing it, but it's just worth it because it makes you feel good. Right. So. exactly. Yeah, Um, ah, six three eight. I think that's Beth. Is that Beth? Six three eight.
5: Yeah, I had to unmute myself.
2: That's okay. (laughs) Is
5: that who is that? Lynn? Yes. Oh, okay. And Um, Jesse is Doctor Rails here? I was just gonna tell Jesse. There's a lot of people. Supposedly 20% of us live in uh, rural America here, <laughs> and there's a lot of people here in, in, like, these rural states that are, I mean, totally rural, they're isolated, like, you know, there's no public transportation. I'm lucky because I, I do have public transportation where I am, but there's there's a lot of places that are underserved by no public transportation, no nothing and uh, senior centers don't even go out there a lot of times to these rural places. Um, what What is a person supposed to do then, you know? Well,
1: yeah, that that gets very difficult. I mean, I live in West Virginia, um, where I presently live. You know, there's transportation and Internet, not that type of thing. But there are places in West Virginia where you can't even get internet or cell phone connection um yeah that makes it really difficult i don't really have any solutions other than you know find out what you do have um you know unfortunately yeah i mean it's hard it
5: really is some of these poor people don't have anything i mean i guess back then You used to be able to travel by horse and buggy. Now a lot of people don't even own those, you know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it it can be very difficult when you're really isolated like that.
2: I also think that a lot of people, and for some reason, and I'm not sure why this is, but a lot of people seem to move into rural areas because at first they think that I'm going to live in the country because I'm tired of the city and I want just to be quiet and this and that. Another thing is they move into rural areas because it's cheaper. But Absolutely. For, but for some reason, yeah. They do this, people do this and then they become extremely lonely because they're the only ones out there.
5: Yeah. Well, yeah, I've seen that happen to people too.
1: You know, they it can be hard when that happens. Um, There's advantages to living out in the country, and then there's some major disadvantages. So you just have to figure out what... But, you know, somehow those people learn to survive, and... and That's true. Yeah, they do. It's amazing.
5: Yeah, it is. It is amazing that... Yeah,
2: I Um. think... I think you're right, and I think this is a an underserved area that, you know, most of us don't think about. Um, you know, excuse me. Um, you know, I think I think the loneliness, the uh, rural areas you might find like in in Kentucky or West Virginia or like you said, New Mexico or even other states, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And And I think it's just you don't think that you're going to become lonely and then you get out there and then what do you do? So, um, okay. We have another question, Karen, you have your hand raised. Um,
0: thank you,
3: Jesse. You're welcome.
0: I was just going to suggest about living in a rural area. I don't live in a rural area. I live in New York city, but, um, and sometimes you can feel just as isolated there, but, I would suggest. I think every county has a department for the aging, so I I would call them, and there may be services you're not aware of. And also, if you belong to a church, I I would call them and see if there are services. Um, if if you're in a rural area, you can't be the only one in that situation, and. Um, and I just suggest that you reach out and, and investigate a little bit more.
1: And that's pretty much good. all you can do. And, and if, you, if you called last year, call again. Keep calling because, you know, things change, things develop, things go away. <laughs> so just yeah. because it was there last year or wasn't there doesn't mean that this year is going to be the same. So just keep calling, reaching out.
2: Oh, yeah, because there's always new staff, you know, uh, new staff come in, and um, mm-hmm. so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, is there anybody else who has a question? Hmm. Well, wait, hold on. Oh, okay. No one does. Okay. So, um, let's do this. Oh, wait a minute. Everything. This always happens to me. Okay. <laughs> all right. Lauren, welcome.
5: Hi. I, I know these, I like the, I love these, these calls. I mean, this is my first time calling or whatever. I'm, I'm kind of shy on this, but, you know, it's really, but it's really, uh, informative. I had a, I have a question about this whole thing. I mean, I've been feeling kind of, first of all, I've been feeling kind of lonely, but I've, Managing to take classes and to be in, on these clothes and stuff like that, and do other things and subscribe to all the, the daily lists, the ACB events, and stuff like that. Um, I have a question What was the the website you mentioned, uh, for cl- online classes? Uh, uh, something.com,
1: oh, study, s t u d y.com, study.com, study. Mm-hmm. Com? Study.
2: study like the word study, yeah.
5: study.com. Okay, mm-hmm. uh-huh. thank you. That's that's and good.
1: they have all kinds of stuff. It's, it's really cool. I'm going to try, try it. it. And it's accessible with the. Uh, did they have accessible things? Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty accessible. And um, I didn't have any difficulty with it. So hopefully you won't need it. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> try and, it. and you know, we do have, you know, if you're interested in crafts, you know, we do have our crafty chat. Uh, groups um, and we you know that's a good thing and we have crocheting and loom knitting and needle knitting and other things so um, you know le- labs and the learning lab I know that yeah yeah so you know look out for that um, oh okay so yeah I mean I would do that too thank uh, you. great. you're welcome to the events you know I'm so glad you're here thank you uh, Beth, you have another question? Yes, um, I did. But don't you have to
5: about the crafty chat. Uh, I've been thinking of participating in that, but don't you have to order or do they send you um, a list they say online and stuff? And okay okay, you quickly quick, well, I'll tell
2: you what you do is or you um, order your supplies online, you know, and you. I don't have a computer at this time. Okay, that's no problem. What we can do is get you set up with. Um, uh, what's your last name, Beth? Fazio. Why? Fazio. Okay. The reason why I'm at. To... I'm sorry. Italian, yeah. S A Z I O. Got it. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send it to Cindy, and then what she's going to do is she's going to send it to the Crafty Chat people, and I'm going to explain you don't have a computer. <laughs> But could they, like, you know, uh, somehow give you the list of what's coming up? Okay? We can find a way.
5: Okay, yeah, I've been thinking of participating in that. Okay. Um, at this time, I don't have a computer. I'm, I'm looking into getting one. <laughs>
2: okay, well, that's, you know, that's no problem. So let me... Get you hooked up, and I'll 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 let Cindy know to give your information to Kayla and Courtney. Okay. Okay. The, the
1: other thing that you can do is just download the uh, if you have um, a Victor or something, you can download the podcast. Um, that's
5: a good idea. Do you, you have a Victorator? Like. No, I don't have one of those. I okay. don't have one of
2: those yet. okay so let me see what we can come up with i don't know what we're going to be able to come up with but let me see what we can do okay okay Mm -hmm. all right thank you beth thank Um, you okay uh okay okay we don't have any um we don't have any more uh hands raised so what what i've what i think we're going to do is uh it is, um, it is, uh, okay. So we're going to end. I Jesse, do you have anything you want to say? It's almost time to end it anyway.
1: Yeah. One other thing that I wanted to tell people, if you are looking for services and if you're looking for mental health services, mm-hmm. um, you can call 800-662-HELP, 4357. And they can connect you with, Various mental health substance abuse services in your area. That's the um, National Substance Abuse Mental Health uh, Hotline. Excellent. So it's 800 662 HELP 4357. The other thing that you can do, and this is often a service that people forget about, on your phone or your cell phone, you can call 211. And that is operated by the United Way and a lot of other community resources, mm. and they can give you listings for all kinds of different things—food and and shelter and mental health and and substance abuse and um, pretty much anything that you would need. Um Excellent. So it's two one one, and you can dial that. Now I don't know if it works outside of the United States, but it does work inside.
2: Yeah, I think you're right think it works yeah. inside okay well thank you everybody for attending and um we jesse and i uh both of us really uh enjoyed it and do you have anything else you want to say before i end this nope
1: that sounds good we'll repeat this on um or actually i can't do it tomorrow evening okay uh so i'll see everybody next week
2: all right. All right. We'll see you all later.
1: All right.